Welcome back to Beers Up Sports Talk. Sebo in the house, Debo in the house. Damn it, it's another Victory Monday. It is NFL Championship Week football, and the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers are still alive. What the hell is going on? I don't know, but man, one more win each, and we're talking about a bust Super Bowl. Forget the, That's why. the State Farm Super Bowl. We want that bust Super Bowl. It, 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 I can't even like really wrap my head around this, but let's before we get into it, what are you drinking tonight, D? So out of Cambridge, Maryland, from RAR, A-R-A-R Brewing Company, I have this thing called Lil Dank. Lil Dank? Lil Dank. It's got a little dank on the uh, on the can. It is an um, American IPA with Idaho 7 and Mandarina. I had three of them already, not today, but of the pack, and I have been enjoying them. That's what I like to hear. And I am drinking Fiddlehead IPA. Now, I'm just going to say this, talking about it beforehand. This wasn't a beer that they canned pre-COVID. It was only available in draft. I saw it in the, the beer store on, on Saturday night and just about lost my mind. No. This beer is one of my favorites. It's beautiful. It's not, at, it's not as hoppy as a lot of the other IPAs, which is why I think I really like it. I love the hops, but not too much. Delicious. No doubt. All right, D. Packers beat the Rams 32-18 to advance to the NFC Championship. Aaron Rodgers plays like Aaron Rodgers. Defense does what it has to do. Take it away. So when we, we talked about this last week, I was like, oh, it'll be like a three, four-point game. And, and I actually, as morning of the morning of the game, I was tweeting back and forth with someone, and I actually changed my – my pick to 32-17. No, 31-17. So it's close. It was ended up being 32-18. Um, yeah, that they looked good. Aaron Rodgers was pretty much on point. He had three bad throws, one that he threw out of bounds when MVS probably would have had like an 85-yard touchdown. He mm-hmm. also almost threw two picks at the end of the first half. That could have really changed the the I mean it was only three points at the the Packers got out of it, but still that could have really swung some momentum. Um, right. Probably throws I wouldn't I wouldn't have expected him to try to throw, but because he's never tried to squeak many into tight windows like that, but whatever. It didn't happen. No, no picks, no, no harm, no foul. Um, defense, they did good. They 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 stepped up with Cam Akers. That was really exciting to see them not, you know, not let them run all over them like Cam Akers did to um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle last week. And you know, th- this is a team that that is probably right now the best team in the NFC. Like, I-, I-, I have been trying to stay away from saying that because, you know, I'm trying not to get my hopes up. And yeah, you know me, I'm not, I-, I try not to jinx the Packers because I have rid- ridiculous superstitions. One being I got a Bakhtiari shirt that I refuse to wear until the, the-, the season. <laughs> I haven't worn it at all this year, so I, I won't wear it. Um, but man, that this team, I'm excited. Like I, I can't wait for Sunday. Um, Aaron Jones looks good. I know we're going to, we're going to break down that, that Tampa green Bay game, but Aaron Jones looked good. He's going to be a key to next week. Um, the running game looked good. I mean, this, I, I understand Aaron Donald didn't play all the snaps, but they put up over 400 yards against mm-hmm. the number one defense. They put mm-hmm. up 32 points. I don't, I don't, I, I just don't see how they're not the best in the NFC. And maybe even the best in the NFL right now, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're being honest about it, I mean, they're, they kind of dismantled the Rams. And I know again, Donald wasn't hundred percent. 
golf wasn't a hundred percent. No cup. No cup. I mean, it, again, but the reality is, is this time of year, this is what typically happens. It's, it's, it's unique to see teams be a hundred percent healthy. Um, even though I would say that most of the the eight teams that were, that were played this past weekend were pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you get what you get, right? Like the Packers came into this game healthy, the Rams weren't, and you know, the Packers came away the winners. Yeah. It's exciting. I mean, you got Jamal Williams look good. AJ Dillon look good. And you know, if one of them doesn't work well against the bucks they they have someone else they can get, maybe get going. So this is going to be awesome. J- the Jalen Ramsey, Devonte Adams thing wasn't really a thing. I know, I know no. Adams only had 66 yards. He had nine catches. I mean, he made, he put some, dirty moves on Ramsey and made him look silly a couple of times. And then uh, did you see, did you see the touchdown, the like one yard one where yeah. they I'm across in motion and then they picked him off on his own defender and Rogers was like, yeah, I'm not running this ball. It's going to be a touchdown. Well, and I mean, uh, Rogers ability to get that ball out as quick as he can is, is ridiculous. Um, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. The, on the, on the Lazard touchdown, someone showed a video of Rogers, like scanning the defense, seeing the safety where he is and just smile like knowing I'm going there now, like it's yeah, such a great video. I got. I'll have to. I'll have to retweet it and and put it up on a bus. But it was such a great video, no doubt. Um, and the Bills Ravens game, I mean, it finishes seventeen to three. I, I'd say the wind played a big part in that. Both kickers missed two field goals. You figure they make those. It's twenty four nineteen. It looks a little bit different, or twenty three nineteen, I guess, uh, or twenty three to nine. I'm sorry. Um. But that Bills defense kind of showed up at the right time. They they were the perfect defense for Lamar Jackson. They're fast. Um, they're physical. They were able to kind of slow down the Ravens running attack, even though the, the beginning of the game looked like it might be a little bit dangerous. Um, and, and, and again, that wind helped a little bit on some passes, and it obviously hurt the Bills on a couple passes as well. I, I mean, I, I don't think the Bills played a perfect game, but but it's about winning and advancing, and they did what they needed to do. They, they didn't run the ball at all really in the first half, which was a little confusing, but clearly they are sticking to whatever game plan they think is best to beat the other team. Um, and they felt going five wide and, and just kind of taking little bits of, of, of yards here and there up the field worked. And again, during the AFC championship, I'm not complaining. They played great. No, no doubt. I mean, yeah, it was surprising. Cause I, I think I didn't, I texted you. I was like, did they run the ball yet? Like this was crazy. And it was like a screen pass and like they, 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 it was a run, but it wasn't a planned run. Josh mm-hmm. Allen then he came out in the second half and ran it three straight times. And, and, you know, that, that drive was fantastic to start the second half mm-hmm. took off like eight minutes off the clock, seven minutes off the clock. And then um, Baltimore comes down with a, a great drive of their own until Lamar just didn't see, uh, didn't see him coming over. And that's a bad miss. That is that's a bad, bad miss. I mean, you look at all the replays that, that Teron Johnson was staring at him the whole time, saw everything that was happening. And that's just a bad throw by Lamar. You know, the Bills, again, like I'm going to say, they, they played Lamar about as well. I mean, he got free for a couple of runs and he made a couple of good passes. But for the most part, they they made him uncomfortable. I mean, him kind of he it was like visions of Michael Vick when Michael Vick used to kind of like run around in the pocket, bounce in, bounce out, look left, look right, spin around, and then eventually throw it. Like, that's great if at the end of that you complete a six-yard pass, but that's exhausting for a quarterback. Yeah. And if your quarterback's running for your life all night like he was, it's not good. They couldn't hike the ball. Uh, the, the bad hikes eventually led to the concussion for Lamar. I feel bad for him for that, but, like, I, I don't know. 
this is one of the few times all year where the defense kind of handled the game. Really weird side note that I hadn't realized, and it might be 13 now, but if the Bills hadn't lost to the Cardinals, they would have won 12 straight. Yeah. It's like mind-numbing that the only loss they've had in that time is the is the Hail Mary. Yeah, you know, um, I, I wanna. I mean, I got to shout out Bills Mafia. I'm sure you've heard that they uh, they donated uh, 250k to at least. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it might even be up over 300k now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Lamar Jackson's uh, uh, fundraiser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I saw you yeah. something about Josh Norman's thing about back yep. his his charity. So I, you know, one thing about Bills Mafia, they are a great. We talked about it when they donated the million to the hospital when Josh Allen's mm-hmm. grandmother died. That's a great fan. Tons of money to Andy Dalton when he when he beat the the Ravens to get the Bills into the playoffs. Yeah, they do it right. And again, you know, we're in the AFC Championship. I'm not complaining. I love it. I love All it. right, let's move on to the other two games from the weekend. The Chiefs beat the Browns 22-17. Mahomes has a concussion, doesn't have a concussion, sprained neck thing in his neck he might be okay he's probably going to be okay Chad Henney almost blew that game the Browns didn't go for it on fourth down in that fourth quarter drive I know it was it was in their side of the 50 yard line I've just said a lot but like it almost is like everybody got sloppy at the end of the game including the Browns yeah well you know what I'll say though if that Higgins ball that fumble doesn't go out of the end zone um I think Cleveland has a shot to win that game. Like they were, they, they, they were playing real, they played really good defense on Kinda city. They were starting to figure out that they could run all over them. Cause Chubb was starting to go off. Chubb dropped a couple of passes that he shouldn't have that were going to be for big gains. They were in this game that Higgins fumble. I don't know if you saw it. And, and I saw it. You, you do that anywhere else on the field. It just goes back to where you fumble it. You do it at the end zone. It's a turn. Right. But, but I'm going to say this cause it happened in the saints game too. Yep. And there was a big conversation at the beginning of the Bills, Bills-Ravens game about the fact that the Ravens are big at trying to get the ball out. They try to rip the ball out. They try to punch it out. And so I think that's why the Bills were hesitant to run the ball a lot because Singletary has fumbled a lot in the, bat, in the past. Even at the end of the game, it was TJ Yeldon who ran those last couple of runs, which was really interesting. Maybe they were just trying to get him some run, but whatever. If you are two inches from the goal line, you got to hold on to the ball. I don't care. Like, you can't – like – to your point, that's a turning point in the game, and we're going to talk about the Saints-Bucks in a minute. That Jared Cook fumble last night is the game-changer that might have been the difference in, in the Saints not making it to the NFC Championship. We're going to talk about the game in a minute, but, like, I get it. That's a tough beat for Higgins, but, like, you're diving toward the end zone and you hold on to that ball for dear life. I thought that was one of the things the Bills did really good is they didn't try to do too much with the ball on, on Saturday night. They got, the, they got the yardage, they got down, and that was it. You got – I mean – go down, reach for the end zone, two hand, whatever it might be. But like your point is, is valid anywhere else on the field. It's, it's just out of bounds, but like you got to be careful around the, no, around no, the end zone. And I, I get it, but it's, it's just, a, it's a crazy rule. Um, right. And I, I mean, I've never been a huge fan of that kind of diving towards the end zone. Like if, if you're, if you know, if you, if you're getting the first down and you're going to be that far from the end zone, maybe don't have to dive or maybe and reach out the ball like that to, to even have that happen. Like, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not going to fall Higgins for trying to get a touchdown. No, I'm just right. thinking that if he goes down, there's a good chance that one of their two headed monsters is going to run it in in the next play. Right. Um, the Browns are looking up. I mean, you have to, I mean, Pittsburgh's looking down. Baltimore's looking okay. The Browns are, are the team that's looking up. So, I mean, this is a good starting point for them. Uh, you know, they won a playoff game. 
they had a shot. They really did have a shot to win this game yesterday, even if it was with Mahomes going out, which is awful to see. Um, but, you know, Kansas City's off to the next one. Right. Exactly. I mean, that's it. That's it. And to your point, I mean, I think obviously the, the AFC North got three teams in the playoffs and I, I, I don't think that I'm not as down on the, the Steelers as you may be, but that's, that's a division that's just going to beat each other up for the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it depends on who they have as quarterback. If they bring someone, I, I, I think Roethlisberger, it's, he's not as bad as Breeze, but he doesn't have the deep ball as much anymore. Um, mm. so it'll be, and they have, he has three burners that, could catch deep balls you if you stretch that field that team that team will be hard to cover and then the running game is back because when you yeah. are stacking the box because you can't throw it deep again we'll talk about breeze um it's not hard it's, it's hard to run the ball too right right all right let's move on to that buck saints game bucks beat the saints 30 20 brady's back in a, in a in a conference championship people were talking about brady and in breeze's career i mean breeze throws the picks pretty bad picks in my opinion but if you had asked me after that first drive of the second half who's going to win that game I probably was going to say the Saints because they came out in the second half they went down they scored the points obviously the 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 Bucks came back but but again the the Saints were on the move again and I'm just going to go back to that fumble by Jared Cook you know he catches that slant he's got acres of space he doesn't protect the ball loses that fumble and pretty much you know that's not the game but the Saints never recovered and right. Breeze you know, eventually just kind of ran out of gas. I mean, obviously his arm is, is pretty toast. I mean, I think people clowning him after the game yesterday, kind of a sour move because like, again, he's still better than probably half the quarterbacks in the league, if not more, but like, I just kind of a tough way to go out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like I was just saying, it's hard to win a game where you can't throw it 25, 30 yards often. Like you have to be able to throw at yep. least five deep balls a game. Yep. You may just have the team thinking that it's there. But if they yep. don't, so they're just going to, I mean, they just manned, they, they just did man and said, beat us deep. And they couldn't. So um, right. Mara never really got going. He only had three catches. The screens got snuffed out pretty quickly. So mm -hmm. that was, that was tough to see. Um, you know, Brady, they lost, they, they, they lost Antonio Brown. He's going to be, he's questionable going into the next one. Yep. They still have Godwin. They still have Gronk. They still have Evans. Fournette and Jones, like, and, and they got that defense, and that defense is good. And, and let's be clear, they scored thirty points, but that was on the back of, of really good field position in the second half, because of, of four turnovers. Is totally, and so I mean, that's that. I mean, when you've got the ball in your opponent's half to start a drive, that's that's huge. And you know, it, it, I mean, we're doing the breakdowns later, so I'll bring that up later. I mean, they were in a dome in New Orleans, so I'm excited. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's move. Let's move. Let's let, let's start with the NFC Championship. We've got Packers, Bucks in Green Bay. This is the the NFC Championship that Aaron Rodgers has wanted his whole career in Green Bay. It's the day game, though, right? They're going to play at three or so. Um, what do you think, D? So we've seen this movie before. Last year we saw San Francisco, Green Bay, um, regular season, Green Bay laid an egg, and you're like, oh, they're gonna turn it around. They're gonna, they're gonna figure out what they need to do to beat San Francisco because they can do it. They have the weapons. Nah, that didn't happen. So <laughs> Green Bay did that. To, it was a 38-10 or 
34-10 loss to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Granted, it was in Tampa. It's now we're, we're playing in Lambeau. Green Bay's offense is absolutely cooking right now. Like the defense is a completely different defense. Mm-hmm. Teams aren't running on them as well. So, you know, it's hard for me to say that to see Green Bay losing this game. Like, and that's not even a homer pick. Like, I, I, I don't think, I think people are going to say, oh, they, they got beat. But I, I, Green Bay is just the better team. There's more skill players on Tampa, but I think the way they're playing right now, Green Bay, that is, they're just better as a unit than, than Tampa is. Yeah, Bucks are going to have to play kind of the perfect game. They're going to have to keep, again, I think with, with any game that you face the, the Packers, you have to limit Aaron Rodgers' possessions because you give him opportunities, he's eventually going to beat you. Because he, to your point earlier, he already knows what's happening on just about every play. And so does Brady, don't get me wrong. But, like, the reality is Rodgers is at home. He's on his, he's on his home turf. He's absolutely cooking right now. And, and the only way I see the Bucs having a shot to win this game is if they're able to control the time of possession. Um, but to your point, you know, the Green Bay defense isn't the Green Bay defense of last year. They've got, they've got shut down cornerbacks. They've got some linebackers that can play. And, and – to your point, I just I, I think they're the better team and they're going to come away with the victory. I think um, the the running back unit looks better, and that's that's how you're going to beat the Bucks. Is you have to you have to get them, you have to beat them on the ground, so that way you set up the play action and they bite so hard on that that because they're such a great running defense. They've all the last last year, you know, when we talked about um, the Bucks when we did our preview, I said the Bucks defense is really good, and we talked about the rushing defense and how good it was last year like 67 yards yep. Rushing, yep. but it's a passing league and I told and I said the young the young corners were there and the, I mean don't get me wrong Tampa Bay can absolutely come in here and absolutely smoke Green Bay it's definitely possible <laughs> anything's possible right I don't see it happening this time like I, I think LaFleur is gonna make the adjustments he's shown the last you know the second half of the season he can make adjustments the only game he didn't was the um, Minnesota game they lost because the the Col- after the Colts game and on they they only they pretty much made the adjustments. Um, so I'm excited. It, it's 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 supposed to snow. It's supposed to be snowy and 30 degrees. It's currently 78 degrees in Tampa. So I mean that's going to be a, a 48 degrees. I'm sure Arians is going to do something. Brady's used to it, so I don't think he'll be affected as much as. As, no, um, but but I think what you want is you want to you want it to be a game where Brady has to throw fifty times. Yeah, you want him to you know uh, again. This this team right here is about running the ball and playing defense, and Brady is 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 a very good quarterback, but he's also an old guy, and if he's got to throw fifty times in the cold, it's going to have an impact. I don't care what anybody got to get to him. Got and they yeah. got to get to him with the with the with the four instead of sending a blitz. That's how you beat. Brady. Yeah, talked about that. Yeah. All right. Let's move to the AFC. The Bills will travel to Kansas City for the late game. Mahomes. I'm just going to assume Mahomes is playing. Let's just say he's 100 percent. He's a go. Um, what do you think, D? So, like, I feel like I should go Kansas City. Like, I really do. But <laughs> no. But, but, but I'll kill you. Is what what'll happen? Is like no. But I mean. I have to be, you know, what's what's right. I'm trying to be objective here. Right. And right. We've always been that way on this blog or I've this pod or whatever that we are. are but <laughs> <laughs> so here's my thought is Kansas City, granted there was some rust, 
they were really pushed to the limits with Cleveland. Like, I, I think, like I said, I thought Cleveland had a chance to win that game. Um, Buffalo's offense is better than Cleveland's. And I also think that they are pretty even defensively if Buffalo might even be better. Um, I think they have the, the weapons on defense to match up, maybe not one-on-one all game with, with um, Kansas city, but they have a, they have great coordinators that are going to put a good game plan together. So, and I want to see them play the Packers. So <laughs> I think with how, how much they've struggled, I think the bills are going to take it. I think that the offense is just I think your offense, even though I think I'm, I'm putting that whole last game on the wind, like they're going to win this game. You know, I'll say this. I think there's a couple things. The Bills played Kansas City early this season and let them run the ball a million times. Yep. And they ran it really well, and they won the game. They didn't win by a lot. But the Bills' run defense is so much better than it was at that point in the season. And I think it was clear in that game that the Bills wanted to see if the Chiefs could beat them with the running game. And they did. Now, I don't know if, if the, the rookie will be available. Probably, but who knows? He wasn't there last game. Mahomes is a little dinged up. Buffalo's healthy for the for the first time. Well, not for the first time, but they've been healthy this whole playoffs. Yep. Um, and I think, again, I want to say it'll be a shootout. I don't think it will just because I think it's going to be cold and who knows what the weather is going to be in Kansas City. But I think the, the Bills have the weapons to beat this team. I think defensively they're playing very confident right now. Um, I think they can match up with the receivers in the secondary. I think their linebackers and their safeties are, I mean, again, the game plan for Lamar Jackson was to keep Lamar Jackson in check and it worked to a T. Um, the game plan against the Colts, I thought worked really well. They just gave up some really bad scores in that second half when they were leading by two scores and it made it closer than it needed to be. I just think they know what they're doing. I think their, their, their game plans are strong. I think Josh Allen's playing well. He's not making mistakes. Um, if the Bills can run the ball a little bit against Kansas City, I think that that's going to really help them. But if there's no wind and no weather, I think it could be a shootout. If not, I think it's going to be a, a similar game to the, to, the, to the Ravens game just because I think the Bills are going to move the ball like they did. I mean, they moved the ball up and down the, the field. They just, like, again, missed two field goals, and, 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 and that defense for, for Baltimore is pretty good. Um, but I just think Kansas City, I mean, they squeaked out a win against the Browns. And the Browns aren't bad. Don't get me wrong. They're not bad. But I think the Bills are better than the Browns. And I would have welcomed the opportunity to play the Browns in the AFC Championship in Buffalo. In Buffalo. But yeah. I say let's go. Let's just go beat Kansas City in Kansas City. It's. It, I mean, if Mahomes plays, it's going to be I mean, Allen, Mahomes, Brady, Rodgers. Like, what more can you ask for? It's, it's, it's going to be – I mean, these could be – two really fantastic games and yeah. a lot of times where an NFC or the championship weekend is better than the Super Bowl and this could be one of them now yeah yeah Green Bay Buffalo would be a fantastic matchup I think actually I think any of these games would be fantastic matchups so I think no matter what happens, I don't want Tom Brady in the Super Bowl I'm just gonna say it. I don't want him there so you the, the 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 Packers need to beat him that just needs to happen one more thing I'll say about Buffalo and then and then we're going we're gonna to jump into the, the NFL coaching carousel. What their front four has been able to do getting pressure on quarterbacks without 
a lot of help. I mean, they're still blitzing from time to time, but Jerry Hughes and, and that, that front four at Oliver are able to get pressure. They're able to get to Pat Mahomes. Game changer. Absolute game changer. That's it. All right. AFC Championship, NFC Championship. It's going to be Bills, Packers. It is what it is. Let's go to the coaching carousel. Most of the most of the coaches have been settled on. Let's start with the New York Jets, who hired Robert Salah. I believe that's how you say his last name. He's the first ever Muslim coach, defensive coordinator of the Niners. He likes Sam Darnold. He's got tons of draft picks. Good hire, bad hire. What do you think? I mean, he's he's bringing over Mike Lafleur as well, the um, yep. Matt's brothers for an offensive coordinator. I mean, I like it. I mean. What's not to like? I mean, it's a defensive coordinator or defensive coordinator, defensive coach. Um, obviously, the offensive guru didn't fix the Jets, so maybe we'll try with the defense, right? Um, Mike LaFleur is probably going to be studying some of Matt and Matt's playbooks and uh, Sean McVay. I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. I mean, yeah. I, it's, it's a wait and see. I mean, we don't – like. I think most of these – the, the, the most of these coaches it's all wait and see because yeah yeah and i think it, for him it's a culture thing i mean i think this guy is a huge energy guy i think i think he's the kind of guy that's going to show up and i mean gase was kind of like a weirdo weird eyes not really a yet yeah, right like didn't seem to get too amped up in my opinion i think it's a great hire for them the jags went out and and flirted with and eventually hired urban meyer he's got the number one pick they're probably going to take trevor lawrence they got tons of cap space I don't really care because Urban Meyer does this. He coaches for five, six years, says he has a heart condition, which I know he does, but says he has a heart condition, stops coaching, and then comes back, and he's now done it with the Jags. Do you care at all? I mean, cool. Like, I mean, I told you <laughs> that Jacksonville is a, is, a, is a pretty good destination for a coach. They got the first pick. They got other picks. They got good camp room. They, they have a running back. They have the receivers. I mean – if they can Last put, time he coached in Florida, he was winning. He was winning championships. So good, good on him. So I mean, if they can put that defense back together, after I mean, they just think about it. We're like what three years away from or three years out from them having the best defense in the league, and now they're yeah, a lot of those. But a lot of those guys are three years older. They're not there anymore. But yeah, anymore, right? Ramsey and Gakway, right. all them. So right. I mean, he's in a really good position. Like I, I and I do think that a lot of these teams that just got new head coaches, but they're in pretty decent spots i mean i mean there's no one i mean the jets fine they're the jets but i mean you just said it they have a lot of draft capital they're gonna they i guess he's gonna stay with the quarterback so he's gonna give him one we'll see we'll see he likes them but you know we'll see we're we're, we got we got we got a conversation about that coming up the falcons hire arthur smith so the offensive coordinator from the titans cool I mean, what's he going to do in two years when Matt Ryan and Julio Jones aren't there? That's what I want to know. Yeah, so I don't, I, I don't like it for that team. I mean, he's an offensive coordinator of a team that ran the ball six hundred and forty-two times. Like, you had the best running back, like possibly the best running back in the game right now, or at least the most physical. Like, that's what you do, right. and that sets it up. I mean, they don't have a running back. They're going to need a running back. They're going to have to mm-hmm. draft one or sign one. I mean, Aaron Jones could be available next year. Um, yeah, I'll say this. I just think that's that's the job that I wouldn't want because you, there are some talented players on that team. But do you reinvest in Matt Ryan and Julio Jones? Probably, probably not. So do you 
does, does he come in and try to trade those guys and, and, and move on from them and start it from scratch? And if you do that, like you don't have a lot. And so I just, that I good on them. I just, I feel like maybe that was the only guy who wanted the job. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't think Eric Bianami wanted the job? Maybe, you know what, if I was Eric Bianami, I wouldn't want that job. Fair enough. I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be clear about that. If I'm Eric Bianami and I'm the offensive coordinator behind Andy Reid and, and the best quarterback in the league and the best offense in the league. Yes, I am picking my pick. And we're going to talk about another offensive coordinator in, in a few minutes. But let's get through these other hires because, goodness, I don't know about these next two. The Lions hired Dan Campbell. So he is the Saints assistant head coach, offensive coordinator, was down in Miami as the interim, turned down an opportunity to interview for the head coach job a couple of years ago. Bro, who, what the hell? What, yeah, this I, is, I, is this just Detroit being Detroit? I'm not a big fan of that hire. I mean, I mean, you should be a big fan because they're in the division, but well, like, that's fair. but I mean, as a, as a analyst of football teams, no, which I mean, you are professional, right? I'm professional here, but I mean, yes. Does it help us? I mean, you never know. Well, again, what are they going to do? Are they going to keep Matt Stafford? I, I think you, you just right. don't, there's so many questions with, especially now with head coaches and then we're going to have to worry about, if what they're going to do with COVID practices, how, how that's going to work out. And you got seven teams, six teams, whatever, that are going to have new coaches, are going to put new offenses in without any practices. It's going to be crazy. Like, I don't know anything about Dan Campbell at all. Like, okay, he had right. he had Michael Thomas and he had Alvin Kamara. Right. And and he had Sean Payton. So, like, Sean Payton's been calling those those plays, Doc. Like, I don't know. Yeah, if, if, if an offensive coordinator isn't calling his own plays, he shouldn't be a head coach. And, again, I think I think Dan Campbell is pretty well-received in the league, and I think if they I give him that. some time yeah. that, that, you know, he, but, again, you're right, he's going to have to go through this transition. The last one is the, Chires, the Chargers, Chargers, the Chargers hired Brandon Staley, the Rams defensive coordinator, as their head coach. Kind of a surprise move. He's 38. Brian Dabble was kind of on the low. The, 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 the guy in the driver's seat, he went to high school with the GM there uh, out in L.A. But the Chargers went with Brandon Staley. Obviously, the Rams have a really good defense. Um, he's a really young guy. I, the word on the street is that Justin Hebert really liked the O.C., um, the offensive coordinator in, in L.A., so maybe that they that went into consideration. But, like, I, I don't – you didn't like them moving on from Anthony Lynn, and now it just looks really weird to move on from Anthony Lynn to get this guy. But what do you think? I mean, I think I said from the beginning, if they're, since they got rid of him, I think the enemy was the best fit there. I think, I mean, the weapons that they have, you know, I, I obviously, again, we're talking, Herbert is not Mahomes. But nope. he's, you know what I mean? But he's he's got a lot of talent. He's got the tight end. That is not, it's not Kelsey, but Hector Henry is really, like, that offense would have, fit into the charter offense, like and that defense is good right and that and we've already talked about it, like and so this guy's going to come in he's going to be able to build this defense he's got young bosa like he's got in theory he's coming into a really good situation and should be able to make the most of it no i, um, I agree i think i think this is it's a good landing spot for him be, or for, for the charters got someone good for the defense like when they're healthy they're really good and if maybe like you said they build it but maybe he just doesn't make those bad clock management decisions that Anthony Lynn made and they win three to four more games next year. Right. 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 All right. Let's talk two more teams that are still looking for a head coach. 
The Eagles fired Doug Peterson after the Black Monday. <laughs> they they kind of waited. They 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 you know we even I even talked about it. I I said I would have got rid of them. They eventually did get rid of them. They are hot and heavy for Josh McDaniels. Again, I this is where I was going to talk about with the enemy. Like I think if you're in a situation where you know things are really good year after year after year, you're kind of careful about the job you want to pick. Josh McDaniels is the the leader in the clubhouse for the Eagles. It's not a bad team. You get to make your decision on what you want to do for quarterback. You got Wentz signed. You got Hurts. You got receivers, even though I know they were pretty much all injured this year. O-line is good, but they were injured all year. Like, it's not a bad situation. Um, And I guess that division's a little bit of a mess. Is that a good fit, McDaniels? I mean, is this the right move for him? Is it time to get out of New England? I don't know. I mean, it's probably – I mean, I'd probably want to be running out of New England because – that team looks like well, yeah. in trouble for a while. Like, I mean, they don't have a quarterback. They don't have a receiver. Right. They have a running back, but. They got a couple of running backs, but they don't ever use them. It, it feels I mean, the right way. Their line's a little thin. Like, take advantage of the offer and see what you can do. I mean. Right. I mean, if right. You, because you don't know how many your offer you're going to get. You, you're you now without Tom Brady, and it didn't look great this year. That's all I'm saying. If, if, if Philly yeah. wants to pay him five, six, seven million dollars a year, I'm with you. Take it. Could he could he turn Carson Wentz back into a good a, a good a very good quarterback? I mean, we know he can be a good quarterback. Like we saw, right. like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, it, I, you might as well try. I, I mean, I mean, we'll see what happens. I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, the Eagles were like what? Were three years out from them winning the Super Bowl? Yep. Like they're still a good team. They have a lot of the players. So. Yeah. Yeah, and then the last one, the Houston Texans. They have maybe the most talented quarterback out there for now. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna get there. <laughs> the enemy's getting another interview. They've got they've interviewed a few people. They have a few scheduled. If I'm B enemy, I don't take this job unless there is an assurance that Deshaun Watson is the quarterback for the next ten years. No, I, I agree. Now, if you're if you're Watson, do you stay if they hire B enemy? That I don't know because he was pissed about the whole GM thing. The whole GM thing was a mess. I don't know if you heard. You they, know, yeah. they 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 brought that search firm in. The firm picked the picked the guy from the Steelers, and at the last minute, the the owner went out and got the guy from the Patriots. Said they got in trouble for tampering with a couple of years ago. So, you know what? If I'm the enemy, first of all, it's a shame that he hasn't been hired. Let me just say that. Yeah. Unsurprising that that NFL teams went out and hired a bunch of white guys. But I thought they um, made a rule where you get like draft picks. I, man, 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 let's just push right past that. There is a rule. That's why the enemy probably got all these interviews. If I'm him, I'm pissed because again, you're right. The Chargers would have been great. Jets could have been good. Whatever. Jags. I don't care. If I'm if if I'm the enemy and the Texans are offering me five, six, seven million dollars a year, yeah, as long as Watson's going to be there. If he's not going to be there. Okay, let's talk because the, uh, here's the thing: if they can score a whole bunch of first-round picks and they can draft a quarterback, maybe the enemy can start somewhere. Because we've talked about it, they don't have a whole lot going on there, and they're in and they're in and they're in salary cap hell. Yeah. And 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 you know, I, again, Watson's still going to hit the cap with his bonuses, but like, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd want to touch that position with that coaching position with a ten-foot pole. But what do you think? Yeah, I mean, what if what if you know the the one of the rumors about uh, two uh, three first round picks and two second round picks is offered. I mean, do you do it? 
I mean, probably, probably because, because that, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But then you have Tua on a rookie contract. And when he had weapons, he wasn't as bad as he was when Parker and, and uh, Gasicki were down and Gaskin were down. Like he was terrible when he didn't have anyone to throw to. Like most quarterbacks aren't good when they don't have someone to throw the ball to. No, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I, I don't, I don't disagree with, or do you, or do you, I, I saw something where it was the jets and you get three, the next three first round picks and you, and you're able to kind of draft your guy yeah. and then you've got first picks in the next two years. I don't know. I, I don't really know. I, I assume that, that Watson's not going to be there now. I mean, I, I hate saying that, but I also don't like that we just talked about two teams in the AFC East because that really hurts the Buffalo Bills over the next couple of years, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but I think if you can get a whole slew of draft picks, if you can if you can get two, three years of first round picks plus players or plus second round picks, third round picks, I think you probably do it because that team needs help. And, and again, whoever comes in as coach is probably going to have a say in that. All right. It's going to be an interesting offseason for sure. Let's move to last call. Brought to you by Progression Brewery. What do you got, D? Uh, not much. I, you know, we're a couple of days away from uh, a new president being inaugurated. Um, you know, we all know what happened at the Capitol. You know, there's obviously some high tensions, and I'm hoping that everything goes smooth. And, um, you know, just looking forward to a little bit of a change coming up and maybe having a president that is willing to work just work never mind for the people just actually <laughs> um, you know uh i heard that president trump was um complaining that he can't denounce the capitol riot because he's not on twitter anymore all he has to do is like literally just go on tv because that's the biggest way to do this but you know it'll be good to hope again i'm not saying biden's perfect but it's going to be good to have someone that's going to try to do some bring some unity back to this this country and help us start healing um and i look forward to just watching you know kamala get sworn in as the the vice and see our first ever female vice president absolutely and and in the spirit of healing on on martin luther king day um and i and i'm kind of with you on that obviously this 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 pod is kind of come through at a very interesting time in our country's history. Um, I just think kind of reflecting on Dr. King's life and, and everything that he stood for, reminded that the, the work is never done. We need to continue to kind of invest in each other, stand up for what's wrong and kind of fight against injustice because the reality is there are some pretty awful human beings out there. Um, and we just need to remember to, to, to kind of stand up for our BIPOC community and. And, and like you said, just kind of look toward a, a better time, a better couple of years, hopefully. Yeah. All right, y'all. Until next time. The next time we do this, there'll be a new president. The, the well, Texans probably will have a head coach. We'll know who's in the Super Bowl. It's going to be crazy, man. Until then, we'll see y'all. Peace.